Hi, I'm Kelly Mays, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. Hi, this is Jim McNichol, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. We are back and get ready for another exciting episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 459 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, Jimmy McNichol. Remember him from the 70s and all the different shows he was on, the Fitzpatricks, and uh, he was also on Love Boat and, and countless movies and everything. He's going to be joining us along with his daughter, Kelly Mays. And now Kelly has had several, uh, actually more than several albums. She's had, uh, I think, five or six albums. So she's going to be joining us. And they're both going to be on Decker Unsealed for a couple of episodes. So be sure to be on the lookout for that this weekend and uh, then later on, too. So be sure to get ready for that. See them on Decker Unsealed. And we're going to talk about that. And a whole lot more, Jimmy McNichol and Kelly Mays, coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And what do you say? Let's get right into it. It's time for Remake Madness, coming your way in theaters in July. It's next. Remake Madness, coming your way in theaters in July. It looks like Spider-Man Homecoming reboots the franchise on July 7th. And emojis move into uh, the world of cinema from phones on July 28th in the Emoji Movie. And Dunkirk tells the story of hundreds of thousands of British and Allied troops who were surrounded by uh, enemy forces on July 21st. It comes our way, so get ready for that. And that's it for Remake Madness coming up next on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, well, horror movie, Wish Upon, grants seven wishes, some deadly, and they're all coming your way on July 14th. And Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets arrives on July 21st also, and Queen Latifah and Jada Pinkett Smith will star in Girls Trip on July 21st, and Charlize Theron will be joining James McAvoy to star in Atomic Blonde on July 28th. That's it for upcoming new movies coming your way in July in theaters. As far as sequels, we are next, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels in theaters in July. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sequel City, well, let's see here. War for the Planet of the Apes arrives on July 14th, and an inconvenient sequel 
continues with the last one left off. Comes our way on July 28th. And that's it for sequels. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD in July? TV on DVD coming your way in July. July 4th, look for Homicide, Life on the Street, the complete series. July 11th, we have The Magicians, Season 2. The Missing, Season 2. And Underground, Season 2. July 18th, we can look forward to The 100, Season 4. Coronet Blue, the complete series. The Expanse, Season 2. Father Knows Best, Season 6. T.J. Hooker, the complete series. Teen Wolf, Season 6, Part 1. July 25th, look for Different Strokes, Season 6. Duck Dynasty, Season 11. That's the ending of them, too. And Emerald City, Season 1. Girls, Season 6. Pretty Little Liars. It looks like that's Season 7 and also the complete series. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it is Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD coming your way in July. July 11th, it's The Zookeeper's Wife with uh, Jessica Chastain. And The Fate of the Furious with Dwayne Johnson will be coming our way. The Lost City of Z with Tom Hollins. Smurfs, The Lost Village with the voice of Demi Lovato. And on July 18th, Kong, Skull Island, The Promise, also coming your way with Oscar Isaac. And let's see, July 25th. We have The Boss Baby with Alec Baldwin's giving the voice for that. And Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson. Gifted with Chris Evans. Unforgettable with Katherine Heigl. And Triple X Return of Xander Cage. And that's with Vin Diesel. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, Designated Survivor will return for Season 2, but Virginia Madsen, who uh, plays the character of Kimball Hookstratton, will not be returning. And let's see. ABC uh, still star-crossed with uh, executive producer Sondra Rhimes, who just seems to have everything going her way. It's taking a beating on this one. It's tanking. Well, um, it looks like they are not going to cancel it yet, but they are moving it to the dreaded Saturday night slots. So cancellation can't be too far behind. And let's see. Finally, Hey Arnold, uh, The Jungle Movie, and Rocco's Modern Life, Static Cling, are going to be Two TV movies that will be coming your way, bringing back those characters from the Nickelodeon. And let's see here. That's it for TV and entertainment time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, Celebrity Birthdays. We baked you a birthday cake. If you get it to me, eh? And you moan and groan and woe. Don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Celebrity birthdays, it looks like, let's see, on June 26th, Ricky Gervais turns 56. On June 27th, Chandler Riggs of The Walking Dead turns 18. On June 28th, Mel Brooks turns 91. On June 29th, Gary Busey turns 73. June 30th, 
David Allen Greer turns 61. On July 1st, Pamela Anderson turns 50. And July 2nd, Larry David turns 70. That's it for celebrity birthdays. As far as listener birthdays, Katie T. of Las Vegas, Nevada, turns 14 on June 28th. Now, if you, a friend or a relative, are going to be having a birthday, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and all of us here will be wishing you a very happy birthday from all the listeners at On Screen and Beyond. Well, that's it. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have two guests joining us. We have Jimmy McNichol. Remember him from the Fitzpatricks, and, of course, he had a singing career with his sister, Christy McNichol, and uh, he's going to be joining us. And Kelly Mays, the daughter of Jimmy McNichol, who uh, actually he didn't they didn't know each other until years later and in fact uh, 2010 I think it was or something like that uh they got together and they found she found who her father was and uh they're going to be joining us and talking about the uh the music that uh, both of them have done uh, individually and uh we're going to ask them some questions and also they are both going to be on the TV show Decker Unsealed this weekend, so be sure to check that out. And uh, they're going to be another episode, too, and maybe a couple more. I'm not sure. We'll find out. Uh, we've got Jimmy McNichol and Kelly Mays next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond, we have as our guests an actor who we remember from his work in the 70s on the Fitzpatricks, California Fever, and many other TV shows, as well as his musical career. And we have his daughter, who is a rapper and songwriter, and now delving into acting. They will be appearing on the Adult Swim hit TV show, Decker Unsealed. It's Kelly Mays and Jimmy McNichol. Kelly, Jimmy, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. First off, Kelly, you seem to be following the same career that your father did back when he was young. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, probably the most interesting and exciting part of finding him was that it seemed like I was really, you know, following in the family's footsteps and that it was sort of in my DNA all along to pursue this. Pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Jimmy, back in the 70s when you first started did you start before your sister did or at the same time or how, how did that start uh yeah i was uh i was five when i when we started working and started doing commercials and my mom had just left uh, a, a set because a director wanted her to uh it was like her first lead role after all the work she had done with different movies, you know, mm -hmm. worked with Paul Newman and Charles Bronson and a bunch of, you know, a bunch of parts. And then she got a lead and long story short, this is how young we were. We, we were on the set with her and, and finally, you know, the director came in and gave her some sides and said, Hey, you know, you, you need to do this. And she said, no, I'm not taking my clothes off. And he said, well, then we'll, yeah, you know, we'll reshoot the whole thing. So she picked me and my sister up and we were in the, dressing room that day and then the giant Bigfoot Sasquatch came by because it was the first original Sasquatch movie from the 60s and we ended up going home and her boyfriend at the time was a photographer and we'd always hung out with her on the set and and uh, we took pictures and then first couple interviews 
when Chrissy went in. Um, she was just too young, you know, she was like four, so she just wasn't ready for it. And for whatever reason, um, I started working, I was five when she was four and we bought, um, the first house we lived in and then we bought the house next door and then, and then she got the hang of it. Then we started doing things together and kind of took off from there and never really looked back. Hmm. Yeah. Now, Kelly, how did you head into your career of singing and, and rapping and, and eventually now going into acting, but how did that first start? Um, well, I mean, I was, uh, singing. My mom actually said that I was like singing and dancing before I could walk and talk. It's like always my famous quote from her. Um, apparently I was always really into that and I was always performing, um, doing little shows as a kid with my friends and singing in church and singing in choirs and school and all that. And I was a gymnast, a competitive gymnast. So I was really comfortable performing and, you know, being in front of people. And when I got into college and started to kind of like explore all sorts of different types of music, I was really into hip hop music. And I felt like I was kind of, my brain was blown open with um, all I was learning about the world through hip hop. And I became what some would call a hip hop head. Like I was obsessed and I just studied um, rappers and their lyrics, not only to, learn about them, but I was just always very easily memorized to the lyrics. And so people would always say, you can rap, you can rap, because I would always be rapping different people's lyrics. And, you know, all all during that time, I was writing my own music or my own thoughts down. And it was honestly a very therapeutic um, outlet for me, was just kind of writing my um, own sort of personal um, feelings and just stuff I was struggling with. And also what I felt about the world, kind of once I learned, I actually learned a lot from hip-hop about the world and what was wrong with it. And um, so it became a way for me to kind of express all of that. And one thing led to another. I just met a lot of the right people. I was always hanging out with DJs and breakdancers and got opportunities to perform and started my own business that helped support me being an entertainer and doing it in a more um, official way. So hmm. I've recorded, uh, like, I think I'm on my seventh album now. So. Wow. You know, it's been a long, long journey. I've been do- it feels like I've been doing it for my whole life. Right, yeah. <laughs> huh. Now, what did you always have your eye about going into acting, or is this just happened since you, you know, you've gotten back to your father, or how did that come about? Um, well, ironically, I actually was always very interested in acting. I did a lot of um, theatrical things in church and when I was younger in schools and stuff, but. Um, in high school, because I was a competitive gymnast, I never really was able to do the- theatrical performances. Like, you know, all the plays and the musicals and stuff were had like really long, arduous kind of um, practices. And I was always at gymnastics four or five hours a day. Spent my entire weekend at um, gymnastics meets and stuff. So it just wasn't possible. But I really loved it, and so I went to college actually to the University of Pittsburgh, and I. Um, almost declared my major as theater, but I decided to stay undecided for my first year. And I, but I took tons of theater classes and felt, you know, my teachers were like very, you know, kind of um, supportive and really pushed me and said, you know, this, you have a knack for this. You should, you should definitely pursue this and claim it as your major. And then I just discovered that Pitt had such a gigantic theater department and so few shows and so few opportunities that I felt like I would never get the kind of stage experience that I needed, given I was already sort of behind at not having, you know, high school experience. So 
I just thought that was not the right thing to do and the smart thing to do. So I, I focused my attention on media, um, learning, you know, I had a radio show. I was the news director at the Pitt radio station. Um, and I did, um, I studied broadcast journalism basically, which I ended up actually disliking very much by the time I did all my internships and things like that mm -hmm. and ended up back in the creative field. But, um, you know, not that broadcast journalism isn't creative, obviously, it can be, but I was more focused on like daily news type stuff originally, and that was just not floating my boat. So mm -hmm. um, now I just, I, honestly, it, it's not like something I pursued. Um, it was really through my dad. They they heard of me through my dad, and when a role came up on the show that seemed fitting and, and felt like they needed someone that was a, um, a pop singer sort of character, the, the director said he just remembered me because of having seen him through my dad's. Uh, a little exploration of my dad when he wanted to book him for the show. That was really a, a streak of luck that, you know, they had a, a role that they remembered me and thought of me because of him. And so now I'm doing it. I'm actually going to be in a film this summer. And it, I loved it so much that it's something I definitely um, am pursuing more seriously now. Wow. Yeah. Now, Jimmy, you, uh, of course, with Christy back in the 70s, had a musical career going on. Do you still do music, or is is, is that gone away, or, or what's going on there? Um, presently, well, I mean, I met my wife like about 21 years ago. And since then, with kids and just, you know, moving around and kind of living a different life, you mm -hmm. know, we moved from... Topanga, well, actually from Marina Del Rey to Topanga to Santa Barbara to Colorado. And I've been doing real estate, you know, just kind of as a little sidekick, you know, work outside, be my own boss and kind of, you know, buy things, keep things, do things and and just kind of enjoy a different life. So I pretty much, you know, put down the guitar and that whole piece because there just wasn't any time. Right. Yeah. So but in the past, yeah, before I met my wife, I was on a, a tour with a pretty substantial band and, um, you know, I had some amazing people there at the, uh, at the, uh, end of that, um, that were, you know, like Tony Franklin was a bass player from the firm with Jimmy Page. Mm -hmm. Um, Jimmy Crespo was the lead guitarist in Aerosmith when Perry was off, uh, doing his drug rehab. Um, matter of fact, the only reason why Jimmy didn't continue, he went on work and lead, played lead guitar for Rod Stewart after that, but the only reason he didn't continue on with Aerosmith Smith was because Perry got better, and uh, then all of a sudden the, the rap song came out, and Aerosmith blew back up, and Jimmy got fired, and Perry came back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but Jimmy Crespo was my lead guitar player, Tony Franklin, the bass player from the firm was my bass player, and then I had uh, Steve Kong, that was a drummer from the Wilson Phillips Sisters, <clears throat> and I played rhythm guitar and stomped around out in front of the mic and moved because that's what people liked. And then these guys, the only reason they were behind me was because I knew how to move. And if you can move and play guitar and sing, then you're, you're qualified to be in front of that kind of a, you know, a, 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 I call them the CD wall. Because they were, they were, they were the elite of the business. Even and at that time too, they were amazing. I mean, was, right. So we had a really good run. We had a lot of fun, and and then I met my wife, and that was pretty much it. And I said, yeah, we just kind of, we were all just doing it for fun, but it wasn't, uh, 
didn't take too long for me to just kind of get caught up in another life. Right, yeah. yeah. Now, have the two of you ever thought of doing a song together? Yeah, we have. <laughs> yeah, we always have talked about it um, pretty much since we met. I think, um, you know, travel schedules and, and when we do get together, we're doing so many different things together and have so much fun and, you know, um, his kids have, you know, obviously my brother, half brother and sister become my family. So, you know, we have a lot of, we always have a lot of catching up to do. So I think in the near future, I hope we can record something together. Yeah, that would be interesting just to see what, what, what you would come up with, you know, especially if, especially if you wrote it, you know, <laughs> that would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Definitely. now you are both going to be on uh, Decker Unsealed, correct? Yep, that's correct. I was going to let Dad answer first. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's correct. So, so you were, you were at, as to you were asking the question of that we're both on Decker. Right. Are you, are you together working, actually physically working together? Or uh, let us know what your parts are in, in the show. Well, so I'm gonna I want to go first because I think it's ironic. So I actually call um, call him call him Pop. That's my like name for him. Um, you know, in part because my my father that raised me he passed away when I was 26, and um, you know it's just it's just he's daddy. You know, he's my dad. But um, Jimmy has become you know this unbelievable father figure to me, and so my my favorite name was to call him pop and ironically that is my name in the show which is just so funny like i'm literally called pop in the show um but i'm a pop star basically and i don't think i can really talk too much about my character mm-hmm. um, yeah i understand because you know obviously that would uh spoil the fun right but um but we didn't get to actually work together um we thought we were we were green screens um we were supposed to be together in one particular scene um, but I don't know that that actually made the cut. Um, but Dad's role is much more interesting. Why don't you tell him all about it? Well, um, and and that that's all that's all true. <laughs> <laughs> so then, specifically, what what exactly? Where did you want me to go with that? Well, what's your what, character? You, I mean, you've been on the show for three. No, three but I was I was one, you know I was wondering as far as the overlay. Like with just with the fact that she does call me Pop, that's true. She always has. So it was interesting that that took place. But to that, we're also working on kind of working her into more of a direct relationship with me on the show as as my kid. Meaning that she, you know what I mean? Because I'm Drac, I'm playing Dracula. So mm-hmm. anyway, and that's the only thing really that anybody's going to see me in ever again. Because after. You know, it's been 25 years plus since I've been in front of the camera. I have so many things happening behind the camera that the only thing that I will do is character work. So when they said, hey, you can play Dracula, I thought, hmm, that could be interesting. So that's, those are the only type of things that I'm looking forward to doing. And then obviously further developing these characters on the show where we're, you know, because we, we die and come back. I mean, even Kelly has a piece where she comes back as a certain thing which we won't talk about but bottom line is that she can come back to the dead i am the dead <laughs> so then at the end of the day there's no reason for it just not to continue where we do exactly over we partially overlap in the show 
Um, mm-hmm. But we um, we're gonna we're working on that being more uh, specific mm-hmm. going I, forward. And I want our listeners to know that in case they in some haven't seen Decker Unsealed before, they should definitely watch it because uh, uh, all I'll say is it, it's one crazy show. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, it is. I've never seen it so bizarre. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing that there's no timeline. Like, when you start talking about dying and come back, coming back and all these things, it's like, it's so, it's all over the place. There is no timeline. Um, it's really interesting. I mean, the, the Greg uh, Turkington, um, the character, and uh, Tim Heidecker are just like masterminds, you know? Mm-hmm. But you really have to, you really have to just like, understand the shows before it and everything to truly get the humor it's really hilarious if you if you kind of can get all of it <laughs> yeah now kelly you said you enjoyed doing that sh- doing the acting on that show oh my god i loved it i mean everybody the the production company um absolutely productions that um you know booked me and and that was sort of running the show there for adults and was just like super professional super amazing people um, the sets were just unbelievable and the costumes were unbelievable and everybody that I met was just really smart and knew exactly what they were doing. It just felt really easy to, you know, do my part. And I loved learning the lines. I loved acting. I like loved every second of it, to be honest. I was definitely in my element. Hmm. Yeah. Jimmy, how was it to yeah. be back in front of the camera again? Um, yeah, it, I, I just like the idea that I wasn't me, that I could actually <laughs> somebody other than just the guy next door or the guy without a problem. Mm-hmm. So being able to put on like full makeup and just physically getting into him, just being like a liquid, a liquid person, you know, where he's just flowing and he's constantly just almost pulsating by his movement of his body and you know, the licking of his chops, you know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> that, that part is what I really dug because it was just fun and Chrissy uh, was on the set one day, and then she came up to me. Well, actually, a couple things were said. One, the director came up to me um, after Kelly had finished filming, and he says, well, you know, because Kelly had, they really put her to the test. Like, they put her in three different environments to prove, in fact, what she can do, and she comes from that. So what was weird was that out of the blue, and then I started looking at some of the, you know, the pictures that were taken and seeing her in these different acting arenas and then seeing her dancing and singing and being filmed, you know, and they just kind of put her through the whole, you know, and long story short, he comes up to me and he says, you, you know, you realize that your daughter's a triple threat. And I thought to myself, well, that's interesting <laughs> because that's all we did. <laughs> just constantly sing, dance and act with, you know, with the best in the, that ever walked the face of the earth. I mean, literally with from, you know, Bob Hope to Jerry Lewis to Gene Kelly to the Carpenters, the Osmonds, the Jacksons, and that's all we did was sing, dance, and act. Mm. And then we went to the dramatic piece level and kind of focused more on that, but we always, all of our variety specials, all of our music, everything we did was all directly related to having those three abilities. So when he said that, I just thought that was interesting that he just referred to her as being a you know, a, a triple threat. And then with regards to, and then he's, cause he filmed her doing all those things. And he thought, wow, you know, I'm going to talk to me. And so I thought it was fun. Hmm. And then the other piece was, um, that when Chrissy was there that day, as far as her reference to, um, 
to my character specifically was she said um, she goes you know you're playing Dracula like a singing phantom of the opera a singing dancing phantom of the opera is what she said but anyway hmm. that's what that's what was referred to as far both of Kelly and myself as far as just kind of an outside outside opinions as to what they liked what they saw yeah must made you proud oh completely yeah. Yeah, especially when you said that, I thought, "Wow, that's uh, yeah, that's the way it, yeah, the way things work sometimes. Yeah, they uh, fall into place. Mm-hmm. And even though we grew up in completely different worlds, you know, and sort of speak, you know, as far as that, it's kind of funny because right when Kelly was born, my mom ironically adopted a baby, a girl too. So if she would have known that, you know, that." Kelly was around or that that happened or whatever, then she would have just swooped her. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? From there, it would have uh, transpired. Right. <laughs> but here we are. Right. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, well, Kelly and Jimmy, I know we're just about wrapping up to, to the time, but uh, I do have one final or two final questions uh, to give each of you. It takes us away from your acting, your singing, and everything else that you're doing. But when you guys relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what is your favorite movies now and of the past? You want to go first, Pop? Well, I'll let you go. First. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so my favorite television shows right now um so ironically had you asked me this three four years ago i would have said i don't watch television Mm -hmm. um i I grew up in the the middle of pennsylvania i actually did watch a lot of television but i was also super active as i said um and then i just I, i didn't even have a television for so many years but then after i had my son and i was up late night you know breastfeeding and nursing him and trying to get him back to sleep and stuff. I started watching quite a few shows. Um, I love, uh, right now, it just came out, though, it's um, Handmaid's Tale. I've heard um, a lot of people say good things about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the whole, the book behind it and the, and the story, and it's just such an epic, um, very, very scary, but also, um, which is ironic because I usually don't like scary things, but it's like there's something really um, empowering um, the character and sort of female empowerment and how she sort of deals with the life that she has to live. It's pretty crazy. Um, otherwise, oh man, this is a really hard question. For that's me. what everybody says. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what I, that's just what I watched recently. Um, I actually like Silicon Valley because we, um, I have a lot of, I, I have a marketing business. I've been an entrepreneur. I, ironically, my dad and I both are entrepreneurs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's that show is pretty much just about, um, you know, having a tech company. Not that I, I do have uh, a tech company technically, but, um, it's a very different world and it's fun to watch. Um, and, uh, Homeland, I can't believe I'm saying that, but 
it's also scary and freaky, but I just, I'm into, you know, things that are really close to reality and kind of keep me awake and not asleep mm-hmm. while we have a crazy president. I think that's important. Um, and then uh, movies, I that is really damn near impossible for me to say, too. <laughs> um, I'm like, I love Dirty Dancing and Wizard of Oz, and I'm like thinking of like movies when I was little. Labyrinth is one of my favorite movies when I was little. Yeah. Um, and I just saw Beauty and the Beast. I'm like real into kid movies right now, clearly. Right. I have a two-year-old. <laughs> It's like all I can even think about. It's like the movies I want him to be willing to watch, but he's like, I'd much rather see, you know, uh, Daniel Tiger. Mm-hmm. Yep. What it is. I'll get him there. <laughs> Jimmy, how about you? Well, um, I'd say as far as films go, I'm with the wind rebel without a cause. Those are kind of like my, you know, Classic. 30 dozen. Yeah. Um, and then as far as television goes, yeah, I've just, I pretty much, when I met my wife, I just got so busy, I unplugged myself. I like watching the news. I'll watch a little bit of CNN and then, uh, you know, just old movies that are, you know, whatever's on TV. But as far as, like, television series that I watched or that I, you know, I used to love, like, obviously, I Love Lucy and, you know, all the other classic, like, television shows of mm-hmm. that era. Um, but I just didn't really, um, this last 20, 22 years, I really haven't gotten like hooked on it. Well, I got to sit down and watch the show on Tuesday nights at eight o'clock. Yeah. It just didn't happen. But the nice thing now, I guess, would be with streaming, you know, that you can go and kind of get yourself hooked in something and not necessarily have to be there at that date and that time, but I just haven't gone there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, gone there in the sense of even dedicating that time. Because right. with, you know, I got three kids and a grandson and all this stuff. And <laughs> trying to narrow the field of the stuff. It's like <laughs> in, in, you know, in Colorado at four different locations, and I'm just kind of getting burned out on all this stuff. Right. <laughs> so that's what's happening there. Yeah. And I'm trying to buy stuff. It's so ironic. <laughs> We're trying to get property over here. My dad's like, "Are you sure? You sure you want to do that?" Really? <laughs> it, it is hard to deal with a lot of stuff, but to me, it's like the best best form of investment. And obviously, he agrees. But then, when you get to a certain point, it's probably like he said, it's just it's a lot to deal with. It's always scary, that's for sure. And he and just so you know, he can build. He can like build a house from scratch. Like this is the crazy part. Like he can sing, dance, and act, but. He literally came to my house and just, like, fixed all this crazy stuff that was broken and built, like, a whole, like, fencing for my deck and all this stuff. He's he's doing, like, I mean, he pretty much can do everything that a contractor, electrician, all that stuff. That's what pretty dads hard. are for. <laughs> right? Multi-talented. And I just have to say one really interesting thing when you talk about television. So to my two, two of my favorite series when I was young was Little House on the Prairie, which my dad was on. Right. And I loved Empty Nest. I was obsessed with Empty Nest, which, mm-hmm. as you know, my aunt was um, a star. So right. that was really crazy when I found them. Because obviously I had watched them on television. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Well, Jimmy, Kelly, I want to thank you so much for taking the time and joining us and sharing with us. And everybody should be watching for you on Decker Unsealed. And I'm sure they'll be able to pick you out, even though, Jimmy, I could not tell it was you when I saw the picture of you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I know. So you mean the, oh, of course. You mean you're referring to the promotional still? Yes. 
<laughs> oh yeah, no, of course, nobody, no lead from Adam, and that's the nice part about it. Yeah, when I saw you in the makeup, <laughs> that's the second. That's the second nice part about it. The first <laughs> nice part is being able to like portray, as I said, like a character thing where you just got an issue. That's <laughs> fun. I've never how much fun it is to be somebody that's got a real issue. Yeah. One and two, obviously, with that type of makeup, I can go anywhere. I can be anybody. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> I still to play the Joker. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would pay them to let me play the Joker. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us, both of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I want to thank Jimmy McNichol and Kelly Mays for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Be sure to check them out on Decker Unsealed this weekend. And also, they're going to be in a couple other episodes. uh, And like I said, uh, check it out. And that's on the Adult Swim. So be sure to check it out. That's about it. We've got to just to remind you that if you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. And if you are on iTunes, be sure to leave a review, help other people get to know us. And also, most importantly, tell a friend about On Screen and Beyond. And we'll get more people listening here at On Screen and Beyond. And we'll get more guests coming your way next week. We've got another one coming your way all lined up and ready to go. So that's a wrap for this week, and until next week when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.